You're listening to a Rev FM production podcast. Welcome to Pastors Live, the show that discusses things of the Bible and current events for people who love to laugh. And now, the hosts who answer questions with more questions, it's Pastors Dave, Ty, Shane, and the other guy. Hey everybody, it's Wednesday, it's November 29th, and really excited, we've got church tonight, we've got great Bible readings today, 2 Peter chapter 1, Proverbs 29, 11, yeah, I love those, uh, you've also got Psalm 119, uh, we're still working through Psalm 119, we're almost there, Micah chapter 4, but yesterday we were talking about some things, and we wanted to continue that conversation today. Yeah, that was such a good yeah. Because because the difference we're talking about the difference between learning about Jesus and experiencing Jesus, which are two different things, and we don't want to confuse discipleship with just learning, because right. we do say that you know a, a disciple is a learner, of course. But in the New Testament context, that's it, there's there's much there, more. There's deeper. much more. It's it's right. not you're not a student. You are a follower, you an follow. emulator. Well, there it a, is. Yes. Um, yeah. When when. So, um, John, when he says, "We, I, my eyes have, I've seen him with my own eyes. I've heard him, and my hands have handled him." Yeah, yeah. He's talking about what experiencing Jesus, and then he turns right around and says, "What I have with Jesus, I want you to have with Jesus." Well, now wait a second. Jesus has already ascended, John. How am I going to hear him? How are my eyes going to see him? How are my hands going to handle him? And yeah, there's a lot that can be said about baptism and communion and the ordinances of the church and having those tangible things. And I get that conversation a lot, uh, especially with my family. But it's more than that, that um, if I'm going to see Ty, or am I going to see Jesus and Ty? Am I going to hear Jesus coming out of Shane's mouth when I'm shaking hands with Redmer over here? Hey, Red, how you doing? Hi, Steve. Doing good. Good to see you. Man. Yeah, I was good. I figured I'd introduce everybody in a minute. So when yeah. I shake hands <laughs> yeah. with Steve, am I shaking hands with Jesus? When I shake hands with Gary, am I shaking hands with Jesus? Or is, are, am I in that place where when I should be Jesus to somebody, I'm being jerk Dave instead of a right representation of Christ? Yeah. And How that, are people going to experience Jesus? Well, and that's the that's the scary thing. Like we were, we we were talking about the other day, we were talking about the flow of anger, like when it's right. really close to the surface, right? Um, and I, you know, Shane, you were talking about, um, you know, like anger being a, the check engine light. Yeah. Well, if you think about the world we live in, when you have a when you have a a lava flow or you have a water flow that's mm-hmm. close to the surface, the surface is unstable. And what, you know, when you get pressed on what's going to come out, you know, it's out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth speaks. Yeah. So, so Dave's making the point that is Jesus coming out of your life. Right. If Jesus isn't coming out of your life, if it if it's all you coming out of your life, it's all your feelings, what I want, what I need, how I feel, what upsets me, what, you know, makes me happy, what gives me joy. It, is it really, is that, is that really Jesus coming out of you or is that is you coming out of you and are you, you know, what's really happening well, that's, there? That's yeah. the hard part about being a pastor, right? If you're in the pulpit, you can't be the hero of all your stories. No. You Dude. just cannot be. If every illustration in the pulpit is you're, you're reading a scripture, oh, and that reminds me of me. Oh, wait, look, that one reminds me of two. Oh, hey, that next one reminds me of me. Hmm, something's wrong. Um, <laughs> something we've learned, I think, in the Calvaries for the last 
50 years. Um, and I'm so glad that we're part of the Calvary Chapel churches. Um, is that we're always wanting to point people to Jesus. We just want everything wants to funnel to Jesus. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah, no, 100%. Absolutely. And there's a big difference between, you know, we're, we're in the, the book of James for, for men's breakfast, right? right. In chapter two, uh, it's going to come from, with some some big punches. Sure. There's some big punches <laughs> in chapter two, right? Oh, and oh three, yeah. If you got an attitude four. problem, <laughs> yeah. You, and James. And James, yeah. right. James right. is not the book uh, for you if you have attitude. Right, right. Absolutely. Yeah, if you have thin skin, maybe stay home for this year. <laughs> but but there's this. Oh, from this, Brothers this, Breakfast. Yeah. For real. There's this yeah, concept okay. that James points out that. Oh, you believe in God? Cool. The demons believe. Right. Yeah. So, like, so, so, cool. so what, you're what, right what, up there with demons. Right. And I was talking, I was talking to somebody the other day. You know, when we say we know God, or yeah, I've known about God, or whatever, we got to be careful with how we choose our words because there's a big difference between knowing about God or believing in a God and following Jesus. There's a yep. huge difference between huge. all of those because right. the devil himself, Satan, has known God from. Ever since he was created. Right. But did he follow God? Keyword created, by yeah. the way. Keyword yeah, created, created, right? Yes. God yes. created him yeah. 100%, and he was in heaven, and he saw God. He experienced God. Yeah. But did he follow God? No, he did not. No, <laughs> no, no he, he well, The scary part, if you really want to, here's, this is coming from a Baptist, so this will scare you. Um, <laughs> he did follow God yeah, for a it, while in the beginning yeah 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 right that, if, if that doesn't scare you that something's wrong with you seriously yeah you followed God you actually so here again here's a creature who heard him saw him handled him in that sense yeah you know had a tangible relationship with God and then said nah yeah. I, I think I'm gonna try to get all that glory for myself what is wrong with you yeah you know it's scary and and John talks about that right when he says hey uh, I'm talking to you about the one that I heard the one that I saw with my own eyes, the one that my hands have handled. Whew. Yeah. Wow. And, and it, tra- right. it transformed John. It right. transformed all the early disciples. It transforms us. It and, transformed and the brothers of Jesus, the yeah. half-brothers yeah. of Jesus. 100%. Who prior to the resurrection, did, did not believe, believe that him. he was the Messiah. Mocked him even. And, right? Hey, right. What, you should go up to that. Yeah, they want to kill you. You should yeah. go up there. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> And right, yeah. if you think about after the resurrection, like what, when people talk about, but how do you prove Jesus? Are you honking kidding me right now? Do you, did you see the change that took place in Peter and John? Did you see the change, these disciples that were cowering, going out, being willing now to be sawn in half, to be yeah. burned at the stake, to be boiled in oil? Did you see his brothers who used to make fun of him now saying, I'm going to lay down my life for him. I'm a yeah. bond servant. I'm not just his brother. I'm, I'm his bond, bond servant. servant. There's there's wow. a huge transformation, and that's that's something that I like to 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 talk about when we're discipling others and teaching the Word of God. Is you cannot deny how Jesus Christ has transformed the billions of people over the course of history. Okay, so I want to throw this back in Pastor Ty's court from yesterday, Ty. Our brother Andrew down in St. George was talking about being a disciple. We said, hey, we started talking about experiencing Jesus. We said, man, we're out of time. Let's talk about tomorrow. Today is tomorrow. How do we tell people in 2023, coming up on 2024, I can't believe it. Wow. (laughs) How do we tell people in the 21st century to experience Jesus, not just know about him, not just be a follower from a distance of him, 
to honking experience Jesus. How do you experience Jesus? Well, I mean, first, here's, here's I'm just going to put it like this for just a second. There's a lot of things. But here's the first thing. First of all, you experience Jesus in community, right? So you experience Jesus in the community of the Spirit. So therefore, you, you receive the, when you, you're saved, you receive the Holy Spirit. So you, you, you are in community with Christ. But you're also in community with other people. So here's yeah. a great example. We have community in here today. So Pastor Shane is here today. Hi. Pastor Dave's here today. God bless you. Pastor Stave, Steve's here today. I'm Stave. Here. Stave's hey, here today. Stave. Hey, Stavey's here Hi, today. Stave. Uh, Stave's Good to here see today. you. Just call me Hi, Stave. It's nice to have you here today. And we all call him Bobby Stave. We've been calling him Steve for years. And it's exactly. Stave. I'm so sorry, Stave. Well, I got my patty cap on, so I'm, you know, I, I got. Okay. You got to do a walkabout. Got to yeah. say it right, though. Yeah, and we've got, you know, <laughs> back here we've got Gary, you know, hey as guys. well. Yeah. Of course, I think I think Hi, I think Ben and Caleb are now in the other room, so I think they're over there. But there's but, work going you know, on but, everywhere. Yeah, but we're but we're in community. Yeah. But I, I think first of all, when you want to experience Jesus, it, it starts with you have to confess Christ. If you're going to be a disciple, you have to have confessed your sin. You have to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ to know that you are a child of God, that you have received the Son, so you have eternal life. And then you loyally follow him. And that's an issue. You follow him loyally. You know, here's a couple things to consider. This is not a complete list. This is just a list I was throwing around the other day. But but according to the scriptures, you know, a disciple involve being a disciple involves personal growth. Uh, characterized by a few things. So here's a, here's a, here's a few things, and we could probably add a couple more. Uh, uh, Mark eight uh, would be uh, Mark eight thirty four through thirty eight. Putting Christ first in all things, putting mm-hmm. Jesus first. Mm-hmm. You're going to be a disciple. Jesus has to come first. And you know what? We were talking about giving the other day. The first fruits. Yeah. So first fruits. So Jesus is first yeah. in everything. Jesus is first in our generosity. Jesus is first in our marriage. Jesus is first in our parenting. Jesus is first in my priorities. Yeah. Uh, so therefore, in, in, in your business, in my business, Jesus is first. My right. Thoughts. My thoughts. Every Jesus is first. The second thing would be John eight thirty one through thirty two, which is that we follow the teachings of Jesus. Mm-hmm. So. Um, and which also could lead us to First uh, John, where right? the commandments of the Lord are not burdensome, right? If you love me, keep my commandments, okay? Right. So, and by the way, yes, there are commandments in the New Testament, and we need to be faithful to those things. Absolutely. Uh, but, a lot of commandments yeah, in the New Testament. Yeah, but John 15, 1,050, actually, there's yeah, a lot of them, right? So John 15, there's fruitfulness. Mm-hmm. We, people would actually see and be able to taste the fruit of Christ in your life. You know, in other words, they're going to say, hey, there is, we can see that you're experiencing Jesus because there's fruit, because something's changing, something's growing in your life. Transformed. Uh, yeah, you've been transformed. But here's another one, loving and being loved by disciples. Uh, you know, John 13, uh, 34, uh, 34 and 35. And of course, then, you know, you, then it's, of course, we, it goes back, it cycles itself up, and then it's making more disciples. It's, it's evangelism. But if you're not, if you're not, desiring Christ, if you're not desiring other people to know Christ and things like that, you might know about God, but you might not be in a relationship with God. And if you, the greatest way to experience God, and I'm going to be honest with you, uh, one of the greatest ways to experience God is th- through the word of God and through prayer mm-hmm. and through fellowship with other believers. That's what I think is really, really important. I like, yeah, you know, in our, I'm sorry, in our, in our reading today in second Peter one, right. He talks about, we have the more sure word of prophecy, right. Um, 
in verse 19. We have also a more sure word of prophecy, whereunto you do well, that you take heed as unto a light that shines in a dark place. And that's the thing, man, uh, for our brother Andrew in St. George and anyone else uh, who might happen to accidentally be listening today uh, to experience Jesus. Like, Ty, you just nailed it on the head, man. If you're not in the word consistently, I, I would even go so far as to say systematically, um, you are missing one of the greatest opportunities to experience Christ. I didn't mean to step on no, you. No, you're, you're. We're all flowing in the same direction, guys. Oh, I we do. We gonna rap? I love it. Yeah, Steve. Steve's gonna rap. Yeah. So go ahead, Steve. We'll Steve I it. love what Jesus says in John, uh, chapter chapter four, no. 13, uh, 13, 14, 15, the, the last supper in John is just a beautiful, beautiful, intimate moment between Jesus and his disciples. And I read it, um, as in, as if I'm there, like just personally, yeah, yeah. I'm a disciple. Sure. So Jesus is talking Sit at the table with to him. me, you know? Yeah. And, and I love when he says, if you love me, you'll obey me. And I read that so, um, so compassionately, mm-hmm. Jesus isn't angry. He's not whipping you the better. whip. He's saying, guys, if you love me, you're just going to yeah. obey me. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. And so uh, to experience Jesus, where I was going to go, is is share your faith. Um, talk about your faith. Talk about the gospel. Obey the Lord in that dynamic because it will encourage you. It will strengthen you. It will uh, build you up. You know, maybe, maybe go on an internship. Do a missions trip. Do a short-term mission trip. Share your faith faith right. preach the gospel and right. you will you will know you're like man i i know that i'm the lord's because i'm sharing what he's commanded right. me to share and the three of us I, steve redmer were you ever a youth pastor have you always been worship all these worship okay so the yeah. three of us have been youth pastors and we've all done it we've taken uh our kids through uh now me i go back to the you know long long time ago shane long time 80s there was, yeah, far, there was a away. decade. Yeah, there was a decade back in the last century called the '80s, and I was a youth pastor. Anyway, back back in the day, but we've all done it. Where you take your kids through a, a series, maybe on evangelism, you say, "Hey, we're going to go to the mall, or we're going to go to the park, or we're going to go door to door," and you do actual personal evangelism. I took a class in Bible college back in the '70s, which is another great decade, Shane. Great music. But I took a class in Bible college that we used to call PE, yeah, personal evangelism, and our uh, <laughs> our textbook uh, was by R. A. Torrey on personal evangelism, right? But um, where you actually go out and do it, and I would just really encourage our listeners if you're in Utah, if you're in Nebraska, uh, Missouri, wherever you're at. You know what? Challenge yourself, man. You can get some of those great Ray Comfort tracks. They're actually funny. People will laugh. They'll actually thank you for them. Um, I've had very few. I have had them, but I've had very few people tear them up and throw them in my face because Ray is just so creative, uh, and he he, he writes them in such a way that people will find humor in them. And at the same time, the law of the Lord being that in being injected into the conversation with those tracks. But man, get some people at your local church together and say, hey, can we pray about this? And part of my experiencing Jesus, can we get three or four or five or a dozen of us together, go down to the local park, go someplace, and let's just go through what we used to do, Ty, and I think you and I talked about this once before. I would break up all, all of our teens 
into three groups. The first group was prayer. The second group was actual evangelism. Right. The third group was prayer. And so the first group would make their way through the park or the mall or whatever we were doing, and they would just be praying together. And they'd be praying out loud with one another for the Lord to you know, uh, just soften the hearts of people. That second group would go right behind them by maybe a minute or two, and just walk up to people. Hey, did you get one of these? Hey, is this yours? And, you know, you you can't walk up to people and go, "Hi, can I give you this tract about Jesus?" Right? Uh, no. But when you walk up to them and you've got these tracks in your hand, especially the million dollar bill tracks and all that, and you're like, "Did you get one of these?" Yeah. Not only will they take it from you, they will reach out for it. Right. 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 And they're, oh, what is it? And you can start talking to them. And then the third wave would come behind and be praying, oh, look, Shane's talking with that guy over there. Ooh, Ty and Lori are talking to that couple over there. And they would just stop where they are and begin praying for that to happen. But guys, that is, to me, that is a great way to experience Jesus. 100%. Right. 100%. And it it might sound scary, but it's not scary. It's actually fun. It's fun. Well, and yeah, you don't have absolutely. to be yeah. you don't have to be this Bible scholar that's been going to theological seminary no. for 20 years or whatever to share your faith. I was blind, faith. I can see. Exactly. I was lame, I can walk. I was dead, I'm alive. John 3:16. Who doesn't want to listen to you that? can share John 3:16 yeah. over and over and over and over and over again. I remember one of the first times I went out witnessing. I didn't know a lot of scripture that yet, um, I, but I wanted to share about what Jesus has done in my life and what he offers for everybody else. Had a guy who was way smarter than me, uh, took me through the ropes, and I just looked at him. I said, listen, man, I just believe that God came and, and died for our sins so that we wouldn't have to go to hell. He loves us, and I love you enough to tell you that, and I don't want to see you in hell. And this guy told me, I've never heard a Christian say that before. Wow. And that changed. You <laughs> shouldn't every Christian he, be saying he, that. He, 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 <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, and he absolutely. shook my hand. He shook, yeah. he didn't he didn't receive Christ or as far as you know, right? right. Maybe now he has, but yeah. he 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 looked at me. He had that kind of huh, this is weird, <laughs> and yeah. he shook my hand and he said thank you and 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 walked away. You didn't right? want to argue all of his points no, with him. You just no. wanted him to Listen, know. Man, I don't know. God loves you. Sent that. his son to die on the cross for your sins, and I love you enough to tell you that so you don't burn in hell forever. Yeah, yeah. It's as simple as that. Right. It's as simple as John three sixteen. Well, I, I mean, that. you understand that when you talk about experiencing God, putting yourself in the place of the will of God is a big deal. And yeah, so yeah. Jesus said in Matthew uh, sixteen fifteen, he says, "Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature." Mark, Mark, that's uh, Mark. Sorry, <laughs> right, did right, I say right. Matthew? Matthew twenty eight. Because I was, thinking, I was thinking about Matthew twenty eight eighteen to twenty. Yeah, 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 sorry, the sister verse. So, yeah, it's a sister verse, <laughs> right? Yeah, 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 but yeah, yeah the yeah. idea of going out into all the—that's what I get for doing things from memory, right? Uh, but because I'm getting old. Uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Man, but, man um, bro, but I love seriously, you, but, but yeah, I, I just saying, <laughs> but no, to go out and just to say, hey, I I want to do the thing that God would want me to do. It's on His and heart, and so yeah. it's on His heart. So yeah. if I align myself with God's heart, yeah, and and that this comes back to this idea of mission. Mission comes out of a healthy Jesus community, and in their personal community, in their Jerusalem, is where it starts. It starts with your next door neighbor. It starts with the person at the store. It starts with the person in Ammon. It starts yeah. with the person, you know, down the road. Uh, it, it's you know, uh, evangelism, ministry, all this stuff of ministry and discipleship all start where we are. Yeah. And so, I mean, to people around you at school, at work. Um, you know, do they know that you love the Lord? Right. I was going through some stuff the other day. I said, 
oh, you know, we've got merch. You know, we, you know, the church, we got, we got swag. Yeah. It's not merch. We have swag. You know, the church, we got, we got church swag. You know, you know, Shane's over here wearing some coffee swag. Right. Uh, you know, and so we have, yeah. So good for you, greenhouse coffee. You know, go There's check no him out. Twenty two ninety nine East 17th Street. But, <laughs> I was just but, showing off yeah. his sweatshirt. I'm like, I know. I was, I was like, who are you showing that to, Gary? Yeah, to Gary. Yeah, I wanted yeah. Gary to see. So man. Uh, I, w- I was wearing mine yesterday. You know, right. so but but you know we've got swag. But the issue was, I was realizing the other day, I was I was going out to do something, and I I really was not up for peopling, and so I was going out with I was going with Lori somewhere, and I just I was going to put like just clothes on just i was just yeah. grabbing stuff out of the closet real quick i was like four or five things i'm like oh, this is okay all this stuff was like oh this is like i was like swag it was like swag it was like swag. Yeah. and i had to find something that was like i'm just gonna be incognito right. but i realized our our lives as christians we can't be incognito can't, you're glowing because the dark, we kind of glow in the dark I exactly i will tell you something kind of funny yes. this happens to me a lot i don't think uh, ty and i look a thing alike i don't think we look anything alike no probably once a month people come up and start talking to me and I realized very quickly they think they're talking to Ty. And I go, well, I think, no, I didn't say that. And they're like, well, yeah, so you said this thing in the pulpit or whatever it is. And they're talking to me. I'm like, you mean Pastor Ty? And they're like, aren't you Pastor Ty? I'm, no, I'm Dave. Oh, I'm sorry. And I'm like, dude, we, we're we not doppelgangers. No. <laughs> but I've it's had, weird to me that people do that. It I haven't had lot. that for Ty, but some sometimes people confuse me for you. I know. It's hilarious. Which one are you, are like, Shane or Dave? I know. <laughs> I'm Shane. But check this out. I know we're, we're way out of time. I yeah, just we're want, out of time. I just really, really, really feel like we're supposed to share this, though, you guys. Here's the deal. The, bot- the bottom line at the end of the day is do you know Jesus? There's somebody listening right now. You're listening to all this stuff. And at the end of the day, you guys, it's all about Jesus. Nothing more, nothing less, nothing Nothing else. else. That's what we're all about here. And we want to encourage you to take a moment today and just just kneel before the Lord God and say, Lord, I know that I need you in my life. What Shane said made sense to me. I don't have all the answers. I don't know everything, but I know I'm a sinner, and I know you died on the cross for my sins. You were buried. You rose again after three days, and you've ascended to heaven to prepare a place for me, and I want to live there forever with you. Come into my life and be my Lord. And if you'll do that, you will be called the sons of God. Amen to that. Listen, if you if you said that, we'd like to hear from you. If you're praying mm-hmm. that, we want to hear from you. It's Pastors Live at the Rev.fm. You're loved, your family. God bless you, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. You've reached the end of another episode of Pastors Live, a Rev FM production podcast. Thank you for listening. Submit your questions and comments by email to pastorslive at therev.fm. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review from your favorite podcast listening platform. Subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or Amazon so you don't miss the next episode drop.